welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 127, February 24th, 2019, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Something very special is happening in Fairbanks this week. Friday, March 1st, to be specific, Alaskan Blooms, Pagern Van Horn, grand opening. This is a long time coming. Good people over at Blooms. Known a lot of them since the very beginning. Sit back, grab one of your favorite strains. Maybe you got some bird. I was checking out some MK Ultra earlier today. Whew. So many nice strains from Blooms. I'm going to see you guys Friday morning. Alaskan Blooms, Pagern Van Horn, Wake and Make Special, Grand Opening. See you there. Welcome to Far North Tokers. I am here, Karen and Bub of Alaskan Blooms, and this show has been so long coming. Hell yeah. Before the show even existed, we were sitting up in the top of an office, Karen and I and a couple other people. I think there was Grant Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, sitting up there, and we were talking about having a show, and we were talking about how we can get this information out, and I was like, I can do the show. And here we are, this like, that's that was three and a half years ago. Mm-hmm. That was amazing. Seems like yesterday. Like 2015, I think. Maybe it was 15. Beginning. I don't know. It's all a blur. <laughs> we were just talking about when we got here in Alaska. I got here in 99. You both... Are not from Alaska or are from Alaska? Your dad is a main man of Fairbanks, right? I was raised in Fairbanks. And raised, born, raised, born. Well, technically born in Seattle, but yeah, raised, lived, in, infant to ten in Fairbanks. Moved out and then moved back in 2015, 16. I don't even remember now. You weren't here at Bout Measure. No, no, I was not. But shortly after it passed, and I was speaking with my father about what was going on, and I was considering moving up anyway, and, and then a conversation occurred, and we did. The rest is history. And what about you, Bob? When did you get to Alaska? Eight years ago, 2011. And what brought you? <laughs> I was trying to run from get the hell out. as far as I could. I, I, that's why I came. I did. Run, boys. <laughs> It was uh, as far as you can get away without leaving the country, right? Yeah, yeah, you know. Well, you ran. To, I mean, is that your dad? No, no. So, Gene, when I got here, <clears throat> the way it worked is I had some farms and stuff, and you guys no, have no, no sister, right? No, no, no absolutely not. No, no, no Gene no. is my birth father. Yeah, yeah. And then Gene is just her stepbrother, sister. No, mm-hmm. Gene is a guy I met. They what? Worked, yeah. He worked for my dad. I got off the airplane. So I got I, my whole life, knowing you guys, I thought you guys were brother and sister. Uh, <laughs> no. Nope. No. <laughs> no. 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 The North Bowl Refinery is here to provide Alaska with the finest quality CBD available on the market today. They carry a wide range of CBD, oils, tinctures, capsules, patches, edibles, lotion, bath bombs, vape pens, pet tincture, and bulk CBD isolate. The North Bowl Refinery is a distributor to these fine locations. Smoking Deals in Fairbanks, Anchorage, and Kenai. Nature's Relief, Grass Station 49, All Locations, Wishful Things, Chena Hot Springs, Great Alaska Bud Company, Denali's Cannabis Cash, Uncle Herbs and Homer in Anchorage, The Frost Farm, Relief Alaska, with more locations coming soon. Check them out at www.thenorthbowlrefinery.com. The North Bowl Refinery, bringing you the finest CBD in Alaska. 
Oh God! Well, I don't know. We'll build All right. That. <laughs> so I like it. That's true. So, so, I, so I got off the plane here and, and uh, okay, mind blown. I met Gene. I met Gene nine days later. You guys work well though, right? Yeah. Yeah. We fight well. We that's what I'm saying. It seems well. like a brother sister kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe you just accept each other through your dad. No. I never. <laughs> no, I never. Uh, I, I, uh, you know, it's like when you, um, it's kind of weird. It's like when you go through, through life and then you find that person that you just kind of click with, right? That, that pushes the bar as hard as you do. And, and it just, yeah, it works well. I sleep, she drives. She sleeps, I drive. You know? And it's Most just days. Back, and it's just back and forth like that. So is it running the Blooms machine, like another aspect of it, like your dad's? Is he part, part of Alaskan Blooms? He, he yeah, is yeah. a partner. He's more of a... Here's the place. Yeah. So let's see what you can do. The steward. Run it. Yeah, yeah. You know, and had never had anything to do with cannabis. Did you meet him when you moved up here? Yeah. I Nine days after I got off the airplane. I was driving around, <laughs> and I told him the same thing. This is in the job interview. Driving around in a rental car. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm amazed at Alaska, right? You know, upstate New York my whole life. Then, you know, Texas, you know, Oklahoma, down in you know, Montana and stuff. Traveling around, but coming to but Alaska. Alaska? It was the farthest I could go without was leaving the, the... Damn, me too. Crazy. Okay, that's it. You know, it was right. the farthest I could go without leaving, without leaving the country. I'm with you, know? you man. No, I can't. <laughs> Actually, I told my kid that. brother, I was like, hey, you want to go? I'm going to Alaska. My brother says, no, I don't want to move out of the U.S. So I was like, just get a geographic book. <laughs> anyway, he's like, I came here because it was... I've always dreamed of Alaska since I was a little kid. You know, I wrote book reports on it in school and was going to do there. Just something about that the mountains and when I came here I had one direction I was headed stepped off the plane and immediately found out it was totally different it was 100% opposite of what I thought did you off in Fairbanks yep me so, too I had that feeling too they so, we're see mountains right um, well, no no mine was uh, I thought that everybody here would own like 40 or 50 acres Mm. And I found out that, you know, land's like $50,000 a half acre and Gina Ridge, it's like, are you kidding? You know, it's like, wow. I still had stock. I still had animals at home. My idea was, I was going to get off here and start homesteading and, you know, end up having my animals shipped up here, some of them. And I was like, okay, new direction, right? So you're driving around. You've been up here for seven days. You're driving around yeah. in a rental car. I drive, drive around in the rental car and uh, I drive past. I'm looking. I'm like, man, you know what? I know I see all that old tired iron. And I recognize it because I grew up around this stuff. And if this guy's got this much of it, he definitely needs a guy like me that knows how to run it and fix it, right? So I stopped and was talking to him. And I met this guy comes out, <clears throat> white mustache, <laughs> overalls. And I'm like, damn. I fell right back, Green Acres, here we go, right? Like, you know, I recognize this. This is how you do it. I meet him and... He's like, What's, what were you stopping for? I was like, well, I said, I, I recognize all that old equipment out there. I said, I, you know, I know how to work on it and drive it. And I was wondering if you could use some help. And, you know, he interviewed me and he goes, so what do you really want to do? I said, I want to do whatever you want me to do. And I'll do a really good job. I don't want to run a crew. Okay. Five months later, I run a crew. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's like, and then ballot measure passed. I was walking out of Safeway and this gym guy goes, hey. He goes, would you sign this thing? He goes, so we can get enough petitions, he goes, to get marijuana on there for a vote. I'm like, oh, 
you know, sign it. Yeah, yeah, you know, and then I turned around, the guy's walking out. I was like, hey, man, you, you should sign this, you know, <laughs> like handing the board off for the guy. And it came around and we, we voted. I remember I like stayed up as much as I could and they went, they didn't give an answer and I, I fell asleep, but I get up at four o'clock every morning. I got up at four o'clock and I'm on the news and I'm looking and we passed. I mean, it wasn't that close. It wasn't that wide of a margin. No, no, it was close. But well, we did it, right? I know, that's great. That set into motion because this is the kind of person I am. Four o'clock in the morning, I find out we passed. I drive into work and I was always there an hour or so before people and you know, kind of set in the shop and just try to get my wits about me for what's happening during the day. And Gene comes in an hour before everybody, so we get a chance to talk. Gene comes in and I said, I want to have this discussion like first thing before anybody's here. I said, right now I'm giving you my two-year notice. And he goes, what do you mean two-year notice? And I said, well, I said, they passed legalization of recreational marijuana last night. And I am going to start a grow. <laughs> like, this is, I'm telling you, it's going to take me a couple of years to do it, so I'll work for you for the next two years. But over the next two years, we need to train somebody to take my place because I'm going to do this. It went back and forth for like about three weeks. You know, every once in a while, Gene would say something. I would answer his question. You know, he's very inquisitive. And uh, one day he goes, do you think I should get me one of them there permits? This is just what he said. Should I get me one of them there permits if I want to make me some money? And I said, yeah, I would recommend it, you know. You know, well, how do I do it? And I said, well, I said, look, I know how to do it. And I can show you that and get your stuff, I said. And then maybe you can, I've never ever been able to save money. I tell you, it has no value to me. It's, I can't, money is, has no value. It's just a means to get the next thing, right? And uh, I told Gina, I said, maybe you could put my money up for my permit. And I can show you how to do it in your building, you know, and then I'll pay you back. That turned into, let's just do one permit. And I got a building, you know how to do it. We'll do the permit. And then uh, about two months later, you know, because the whole time I'm telling Gene, keep it quiet because, yes, we legalized it, but still at that point, people, more than two people having a conversation is conspiracy, right? And a charge. And you know, all those meetings in the beginning, looking around and going, oh man, there's Colette. Right. Yeah. Oh shit, there's uh, right. Dean Davis. Yeah. Oh shit, there's what, what are they doing? Ferrari. Uh, why are they, right? you know, trying to be in low chill about him and, and Gene goes, so I gotta tell you this, you know, he's always, you've met Gene. No, I no, you've never so. met Gene? No, no. You have to meet Gene. So, happiest guy you'll ever meet. He'll take the shirt right off his back and give it to you. He's an amazing, amazing man, full blown MS. 73 years old. Two, yeah. 72. Goes every single day. Work as hard as any guy that I've ever, I've ever worked up against, you know, for like seven days a week, never stopping. Amazing. I idolize him. I hope when I get that age that I, I can still do that stuff and then I push as hard as I, you know, because he's, he's just an amazing person. And uh, he goes, <clears throat> my daughter was flying up here. She this is sat, summer 2015 then. Yeah. It, she, actually, it was Christmas. Or, it was yeah. right after the vote. Like okay. Christmas yeah. and she she was in <laughs> She was sitting on the plane next to a guy that sets up dispensaries. And, and she knows she's In Alaska? To, no, no. No, I was I was flying up for Christmas because I lived in visit. California. Yeah, yeah, and I was thinking about moving, and I was always whatever. But th mm -hmm. I was coming up for Christmas. That was the bottom line of that. And the guy you sat next to set up dispensaries, or and he was actually moving to the place that I lived or the area from New York, and we struck up a conversation in the bar in the airport, 
And I said, you realize there's a lot of farmers there, right? And he said, that's why I'm going there. <laughs> and then, then the rest is history. Right. I, still, I still am in contact with that nice. particular human. So and, I came up for Christmas. And uh, Jean says, uh, so she's going, she does all this school and business stuff, and she knows the paperwork because I went down to the, to the borough, and I was like, all right, I want to get a permit. Like That's right away, worth, right? Yeah. Well, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's like you, you legalized it, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You should have prepped for this either way, right? Oh no, well, I hadn't nothing. written the regs yet. Right. <laughs> so I'm down there talking to 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 Manish, you know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you're too. great, great guy now. But with the way I I go and do things, it's like on the job sites. It's like totally different than than how office things go on. So. There's and always he, he a, couldn't give you answers that you were looking exactly. for. Well, he didn't even you know, know right? the question. <laughs> he didn't even know. Yeah, the fire marshal. I still have the phone message. Was like, uh, uh, yeah, we're not ready. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, I, it was frustrating for me because that's how I am. Oh, hey, you want this lot cleared? You come back tonight, and the lot is cleared. You know, so I expect, hey, I want to start this business, and then that's when Gene's like. We had this conversation. It's like, boom! Why don't the three of us do the the growing and the setting up part? You do the paperwork, and and you got us right. Boom! The three began. Become a patron of Far North Tokers at Patreon.com/midtoker. Listeners supporting the artist for as little as two dollars a month. Patreon helps continue new weekly shows, and now your patronage comes with extra benefits from our sponsors. Chena Cannabis, the North Bowl Refinery, Dab Lab AK, and Moving Free Farms. Thank you to our newest patrons, D.B. Copeland and Barry Dabber, Sarah Grover, Josiah Lockery, Bertie Walter, and Rhonda Howard, and longtime patrons, Marilyn Berglund, Carrie Mullis, Aaron Worthen, Peggy Peters, and Ramlin Ranger. Here's Token Far North Token. First time we met was... Like in June, two thousand fifteen, maybe. Maybe. No, it was it was a Christmas when you came because you guys went. We'd be in there working on stuff, and I was always there like all hours of the night. And Gene would come in and see in the parking lots. Well, comes in with two two girls. Oh, my daughter, and you know. So that was just like the first meeting. And it's like okay, so well now and now I have a face to put with mm-hmm. with this and what's going on. And the first time it was it was very hard long distance. Did you know you were coming up to be in a cannabis business? Well, not initially. I mean, I came up and we started having this conversation. And, when? And Before? Well, when in, in 2014. No, no, no. We, like when you were coming up for Christmas? When I came up for Christmas in 2014, I did not know brain. that. Well, only that I met this guy. Yeah, that's it. Gene and I schemed. I was actually <laughs> looking for a job at the time. And yeah. so I was thinking that I was going to come back from Christmas and go to work for this guy who's setting up a cultivation in California. That was actually because. Had that, you done any other legal cannabis stuff in California? At the time? No, I had background in in some legal stuff, and and I have a brain, and I have a business degree, and You're so I was like, stuff. I need a job, and I can do these things, and and what the hell, you know? I mean, that's where that went, mm-hmm. and so I came up. I was actually excited because I would, thought I was going to go back to California and have a job, but then 
Alaska had just legalized it, just passed ballot measure two, and and then the conversation, and my dad, well, anyway, and you should meet, and here we go, and what do you think? And I was like, huh. And I had already been kind of thinking I should move up because my parents were older, and I just thought I should do that, and and that's a whole other sub-story. But But you went back to California. Well, after Christmas, yeah, because I had a life in school Mm -hmm. and a three jobs and, and all the things that I had. So you're thinking, am I going to go back up there? And well, I no, I actually, I didn't think too hard about it. I thought, hey, let's just see what happens here. You know, oh, you were doing it all online. Following all the well, yeah, I, no, I actually work. flew up for all of the regulation, all the meetings they had when they were drafting the regulations. I flew, I think I missed one and I would fly up and I would go and I would sit through them. Mm-hmm. And just hear what they were saying. Because this was as unknown. You know, I mean, it was brand new for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So I said, well, the commitment that I made to my two partners, as it were, was, you know, let's let's see what this is. Let's see what it takes. And then we can assess, you know, Bub's already, I'm doing it because that's who he that's is. Cool. And that's actually <laughs> who my dad is, too. He, he doesn't have a low gear he's Mm -hmm. if he sees where he's going he's going there but i'm more like i pump the brakes you know i'm like let's just see let's go check it out let's do let's watch so i came up i watched i saw and then i was like okay shit this is happening game on let's go and so we did and we planned and then when the when the licensing opened up in february of 20 i guess it was 16 it would have been yeah yeah. i think the the years kind of blur now and it's only been like three when they opened up we were ready we pulled the trigger and we just went and how'd you come up with the name it went back and forth a couple times it did It, it it we had a lot of different ideas but bloom is our family name Mm -hmm. and it's just a pretty pretty great name and Mm -hmm. and we just said let's let's do that alaskan blooms blooms or alaska bloom blooms blooms plural alaskan blooms I know it, it, it goes all over. Here's here's what happened with that. There's actually a peony farm that is Alaska blooms. So we had to, we had to tweak it a little bit, and Alaskan. and we're in connection with or not in connection, but we're in communication with the peony farm, and they find it funny that they get confused with a cannabis business, and we find people it funny want that, my flowers. Yeah, they're like, I want to buy your peony. We don't have peonies, but we have some great silver OG. <laughs> Did you work on the logo at all? With that, or did you just give it over to someone, or so whose idea was the logo? When that part of it had started, that was was Karen. Karen, uh, just taking over the art. And taking yeah, the there was ideas like we talked, and and I remember, I remember the, what I said is, Alaska is mountains and aurora, because that's what I had experienced when I first, you know, when I first got here, and I realized, okay, I'm going to go back into because it's pretty crazy the lifestyle that I. You know that I I left to come here. You know farms and growing weed. And, you know it was just like it was a lifestyle. It was what we did. We were families. There was a bunch of us, and to come back and go to a job seven days a week, ten hours a day. You know took a it took a little bit, but I got out and I experienced Alaska and I saw the mountains and the aurora and and that I've never left. Left long enough to go see. The show in Vegas where I got amazed and was like, there's so much gross stuff. And then, boom, I came right back and I haven't left. So, I, I have no desire I, to leave. Sometimes I'm frustrated, but I love it here. The Aurora. I think the Aurora is what 
Bub identified with and I did too, but it went a little deeper because when you're starting a business from scratch in an industry from scratch with regulations from scratch, everything is, everything's wide open, which sounds super exciting and fun, mm. but, yeah. but it's not to, to some people. <laughs> it's just a lot, you know, right. everything is a lot. And so we're like, okay, so now we, now we have to think about, we haven't even got our license yet and we have to think about branding. I mean, really, if, if you're really going to enter a market and you're really going to do this, you have to think about what you're putting out there, right? How's and it you going? activated three at that time, right in the very beginning, right? No, 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 no. That's a different story. No, <laughs> I thought you had activated them all. No, we did. We, well, we didn't activate them, but we applied. We initiated. Yeah, just, we yeah. we, we initiated that, but that's a different story. You got yes. it on the books to saying that this could happen. Yes. Oh, we, we did, knew we, from the beginning. We did do that. Going to. But but, we, but we in gotta have more, right? But in regards to the to the logo and and the branding, you know, it's like okay, we need to get this together, and we had a couple of things, and and they were kind of eh, didn't really care, and, and we knew we liked the Aurora, but one thing that has <laughs> always been um, she said branding and. I was thinking like wax and push it on. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I anyway. did. I really um, did. Yeah. So, so one thing though that was was kind of pivotal and significant when we really said, okay, we're going to do this, is we felt strongly about the medicine, about the power of the medicine, about cannabis as medicine, and and then also you know, the educational piece that was lacking because so much misinformation, but really was around the medicine. And, and even though Alaska is a a rec state, we still really kind of saw it that way. I mean, my dad with MS got off all his meds because he started taking RSO essentially, right? FICO? Huh? What are you doing? We're not saying. It was just, it was very fun. It was very fun. A 70-year-old guy with that whole life against it and then started, you know, consuming he started, in different ways. And, and, and I helped him, you know, by like, hey. He know, doesn't smoke. He would, only, he would only edibles or concentrates, you know. He felt it and he saw it himself. And he's like, to, to right to this day, he's, you know, he's got his. That's what he his, prefers. Yeah. You know, but and he got bird, off that's his meds. That's where bird comes into play. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. That's a standout of your cultivation. Oh, well, yeah. yeah she, she's a flagship. But, 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 but again, and back, back to the whole logo thing that was the original question, that's why it's a leaf that is in the cross, the medical mm, nice. thing with the snowflake around it. It's subtle. But that was kind of when, when we were developing it. It's like, yeah, you know, that's kind of the direction we want to go. Educating people about the medicine and then cultivating. Cultivating the medicine. And bird is medicine. bird is a right. star student. It's it's one of those things that if you give the power to somebody to feed themselves, they should never go hungry. So if you give the person the power to medicate themselves, right? right. What's the story of bird? Where, where'd that come along? I got a two. Go easy. From, two from <laughs> go easy. Company. It's he's he's an amazing guy. It's it's uh, talking to him and and seeing Tyler. I was talking in the beginning because everybody's like, well, you know, where are you gonna start? Well, of course, I, I look at, I look and I see different things than at the aspect where, you know, Karen's navigating this legal end of it and this paperwork. My job is to look out, hey, okay, what's going to happen today, tomorrow, next week, next year? And when we came in, you know, I wanted to come in heavy. We came in with, uh, was it five? It was just about 5,600 strains. 
you know, no. and, and collecting the, the, well, no, because they asked us for a list. So we gave them a list and then, you know, we put the breeding times on there that we were going to do, but it was still set you up with like 50. So we came in with 300, 389 strains active. Well, because originally the way that they set up the regulations and they since have, have tweaked it was that you needed to enter every strain you thought you would grow. Just have access to it. Before you open. Like you know that. Who knows right. that? So, so when so I thought about it... So we contacted every scene. Well, when I thought about it, the first thing I thought is like, we all come from somewhere, so where do we find the originals, right? Because you can... With the originals, you can build any strain you want and over time, right? Mm -hmm. The trick is, is the phenos. You can build that strain, but it doesn't mean it's the same one. It's finding that one in a million pheno. And there's a lot of people out there right now that are onto this and they're and they're doing it and there's amazing product in our state that is top shelf that anything i've smoked that's came from any place else i mean alaska <laughs> alaska has bomb weed i mean straight up it's it's good it's not what you see on the east coast it's not what you see <laughs> in the lower 48 across there it's it's its own bud I'm proud to be here and proud to be part of it. And it was that was it. It was like, all right, what are we going to do? What's hot? What's happening? Let's come out with it. So we, we cracked all those strings and started pheno hunting. And, you know, that's when it's... You start talking about money. Testing bills. How much were testing bills on an average week? On an average week? A couple yeah. grand. Every week. Just with as many strings as you guys were running. Yeah. Yeah, but that was just testing phenos to find out, hey... Because in the beginning, we started out, we wanted to get looking for the best. So it's test every pheno. That has since morphed into testing the phenos that are in the parameter. Because a lot of times, yeah, that great smelling one and great, you know, it smells awesome. And it tests 19%, but it yields very low. Mm. And when it comes down to it, this, in the state of Alaska, it costs so much per square foot in your facility for you to keep that facility there. Well, that's anywhere, but... And, and yeah, but you, you need it to you need it to generate money because power is more expensive here. And when you're talking yields per square foot, that's how you stay in business, you know. I mean, a $25,000, $30,000 light bill every month, right? You know, it was disappointing, There's no joke though. on that. It's mm -hmm. not like, hey, can I get a, I get a rider this month? It's thirty grand. So you better make sure you're making money. It's learning and it's finding there, there's some amazing plants out there, but then there's those one in a million that are amazing and yield, that yield the right amount that you can run them industry. And Bird did that, yeah. In an industry. Yeah, Bird is actually, Bird is one of those ones, if you were going by weight on square foot, she would never make the cut, but she's amazing. 18.6% CBD. To 0.7 THC is that, amazing, you know. It's like, and that was her last test. She tested yeah. higher than that before. I mean, she she's she falls out at a, big. her best test has fell out at a 40 to one. <laughs> People talk about Charlotte's Web, and it's like, wait a second here. You know, like I sent I sent the test results and everything to to like everybody high times. You know, all of these places, and it's like, hey, this is amazing. Show me a test that tests better than this. And the terpene is really good on that one, too. That's that's the amazing part about it. Because, yeah, you can show me hemp that 
you know, is going to have a super high CBD with a really low THC, but it isn't going to have that chocolate cherry smell and flavor that that bird carries. It's just amazing. She she is she's a one in a million, you know. Hey, good doers of Alaska. Tom here with Good Cannabis. Just wanted to give you a quick update on our sales. Sunday, February 24th through Sunday, March 3rd. Sunday, February 24th, $27, 50 milligrams infused good coconut oil. Monday, February 25th, $12, 1 gram flow king rolls. Tuesday, February 26th, $24, 2 gram Durban poison flour. Wednesday, February 27th, 30% off all good concentrates. That's wax shatter, batter, and crumble. Thursday, February 28th, $150 all half ounce good cannabis flour. Friday, March 1st, $45 all 8 ounces good cannabis flour. Saturday, March 2nd, $12 1 gram good cannabis king rolls. Sunday, March 3rd, $27 50 milligram infused good coconut oil. And don't forget this Friday, March 1st, will be our first Friday event. We will have artists Destiny Dowling, Sarah Moniquez, Caitlin Perry, Alexi Downey, Zoe Robbins, Catherine Reichert, and Alyssa Quinton. It'll be a night of lovely ladies in art. So please come down, enjoy a little food, art, and visit with the artists. Again, that Friday, March 1st, 7 to 9 p.m., the late night first Friday in Fairbanks. As always, we'd like to thank Midtoker and look forward to seeing you down at the shop. Stay good, Alaska. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10. 356 Old Steese Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska. 907-452-5463. Good Cannabis. Here's Token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. What are some highlights of last two years of the cultivation? The highlights? We both see? got quiet. <laughs> I know. Are you kidding? <laughs> well, I, I'll tell what you, if you look, highlight. If, if you look at it, if you look at it. We're tired. Yeah. We're pretty tired. You know? But the highlights are, we're here, we're trying, we, we get up and we fight the battle every single day. How about just getting that license? Was that was that a highlight or just... Which one? It was relief. First one. The relief. The like first just... one was super fun because we didn't know what we didn't know. <laughs> okay. Don't know how much work you got. got no. Real quick. No. We did quick. not. We did not know what we didn't know. And so we were super excited and it was great and it was, you know, wonderful and we brought the plants in and it was beautiful and... And then we pulled our first crop, and I think we made our first sale on 420 of 2017. Like, that was our first sale. We we lost over 3,000 plants on our move-in. We moved in in February. It was was February in Fairbanks. (laughs) It was 55 below. In fact, when they come to do the inspection, 
I told him, I said, listen, you know, I, I don't, I go, here's what's going to happen. I'm going to put tags on these plants. I go, in about three hours, they're going to die, and I'm going to have to destroy them. And then this is everything you're beeping in. So she looked at him, and she sat there and talked to us for an hour and a half, mm-hmm. and she watched plants just die. Just die. It was and cold. She goes, so here's what I want to do. She goes, we're going to wait until tomorrow morning. First thing, I'm going to show up here. What's lived, we'll put through. We lost 3,000 plants on a move-in. Mm. There was a lot of young clones and everything, but to generate and where we went from there, we the first garden seeded. <laughs> it's like okay, you twenty nine and a half pounds, nine and a half pounds of seed. But that's <laughs> when we learned about what do you do huh? when these things happen? You know, you make lemonade out of lemons, right? Yeah, we were and, well, yeah, and, and the market was still so new and so brand new. You know, that nobody really knew what to do with these things. The retailers didn't know what to take. The re- growers didn't know what to do. Nobody knew what the hell to do. And there was, like, one manufacturer in the state. Right. So we didn't really, you know, everybody was figuring it out. And everybody was struggling to get their act together. It started my whole sales pitch, right? I would call people because you could try to sell 20 pounds of joints. It's not really easy, right? It'd be way and, and easier now, like, though. But I want to give you, I, I don't think it's worth as much as Bud. And I told him, I was like, you know, a pound's a pound, a world around, right? That's what it is, pound's a pound. No, but now pre-rolls are know. like a thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, pre-rolls are a thing, but still, Bud, pre-rolls don't fetch the same that, no, bud, that bud fetches. Does. No, no, no. And, and why is that? Well, sometimes I really don't know why that is, but it... It, it makes you... Well, the other thing things was... Things change over the last few years, you know. The, consu- you the consumer. Sell, what you could sell two years ago really easily now becomes like, I don't pre-roll anything until the order comes in. I learned, I got learned on that one. And you what Because that used to be the MO is bud goes out, small bud, and, and, the, and the larf gets rolled into joints, trim goes to the edibles, we're good. And then it took about rolling about 14 pounds. And I'll tell you what, I was pre-warned. This is how fast things travel. I was pre-warned by um, Grant Anderson. He's like, don't, don't roll, but, you know, don't roll your joints way ahead of time. And I listened to him because saw what he's done with his business. You know, you got to respect, you know, mm-hmm. when somebody says something to you. So you pre-warned, but just in that, we're in that momentum. So why not? Why not roll? Because all of a sudden what happens Dry is... Out. Now I'm not buying no joints. What I want to do is I want to buy it and I want to roll it myself. Right? So to answer the question, yeah, dry out because they don't want to buy it. Stale. It's already pre-rolled. And then by the time you sell it, yeah. The retail stale. wanted to buy it loose and pre-roll it themselves. Now. So yeah. Because now, now the retail are getting more forth. savvy on it. You know, most, like, most want to do it themselves and some still want to buy a pre-roll. You know, and, and it's catering to both. My friends and they have a, they have a growing and Wasilla, and uh, they're constantly like, too bad we couldn't hold and go a little for, you know, see you go a little more money, because that's really good product, bub. You guys have this grow where you're able to handle it, where the size that we are in the position that we're in, well, this is we our... have to sell our bud every 14 days. Like, we don't get that option to say, no. I'm going to hold. <clears throat> because... because this is our full-time job. Yeah, this is what and, we and do. this is how the bills come this in at this facility, right? We don't have an other, you know, we don't work somewhere else for 40 hours and then do this on the side. 
this is what we do all the seven time. Seven days a week, 24 so, hours a day. So, you know, turn it around. This, this is what we do, but in in that sense of saying it is like, was no joke, $25,000 and $30,000 light bill that hits every single month. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no break in that. Whether we like mm-hmm. it or not. It goes up in the spring when we fire up the greenhouses and we start heating them. That light tube bill is 35000 Right. That's no joke. Has it gotten cheaper? Have you noticed like property owners are saying how their electric bills are going up? What do you Amazingly, guys yeah, I know. Like we saw a dip in our power bill last month. There like, has it was been amazing. a little. Like you don't know. Yeah. And you're <laughs> you're not using any less. We're trying to figure that out. We're, well, the greenhouses are down. Obviously, the greenhouses are down. We're trying to figure out if we had a room shut down, but we really this month is going to tell because. When, they, when it comes in every single month and it's within change of each other, mm-hmm. right? And then all of a sudden you see this, whoop, and it's like, whoa, mm-hmm. hey, wait a second. <laughs> I, I don't, know? I get excited, I don't question. Yeah, it's, it's a, you know, it's just, we don't get that option to hang on to it. There is a lot of quality weed on the market. More, more now than There's ever. There's a lot of weed. Obviously. Right. And it used to be there's a lot of weed and there wasn't a lot of quality. Mm-hmm. But now there's a lot of weed and there's a lot of quality. But it's also the customer is getting more knowledgeable about not only, I mean, the people that have always smoked weed, a lot of weed, and know their weed, that those people are, are kind of static. They're the, the, they're the same and they're going around and they're looking for what they look for. But there's a lot of customers that are new, that are new to cannabis, you know, whether they're trying to get off their medication or they're seniors or, or they're just finally the stigma's gone so they don't, they're not afraid or whatever. You know, there's a lot of people that are just now figuring out how cannabis works for them. So in the beginning, they would go in and by whatever was there. But they are getting more savvy and they're deciding what strains they want. Yeah, they're they're learning what works for them and what strains work for them and what THC or CBD percentages work for them. Or maybe they're more of an edible person than they are a flower person. You know, Mm. the, the consumer on the whole is becoming more knowledgeable. And so with that, the market needs to bring something to that more educated consumer and continue to develop that relationship of education and product and you know what's available and you know and then we have our our gag orders of of saying anything about this will help you with this or you know we can't give medical advice or or anything that even smacks of that we set out in the beginning that's what we set out to do in the beginning Mm -hmm. when we just got to be careful when we started our strains so i've got one in particular was uh, the land race that we had. A wild Thai? Wild Thailand, right? Yeah. Amazing strain. I, I would love to see that plant grow. I really liked... I would like to, to bring consume. it back. I'd like to... Yeah, but like the one that we had that's gone forever, mm-hmm. you know, because you would we would test it and it was always like 11 or 12%, but it had a super high... It was... THCV. A, THCVA... Yeah, right. We, it was THCV, which is yeah. It was like the bone. It was bone rebuilding and anti-hungry, so it would do the opposite instead of giving you the munchies, mm-hmm. you know. But it was an amazing smoke, and what would happen is we would just harvest it, and then it would get to the point where you know, like I said, we have to sell weed to get it out out of there because the weed is from the day that it's ready to sell, it starts to cost us money to set there. 
you're not making money at that point. You're costing money because now it needs to flip so the next set of bills can get paid. And um, well, and so the next crop. So what sets on the what sets on the shelf for a long time in there? You know, if it makes three weeks, it's gone. Like, what kind of deal will you give me? What makes you happy? Good sold. Here it is. You know what was is unfortunate about uh, about the market where it's at right now, <clears throat> and it's all centered around a THC number. It's really unfortunate because there's so many great flavors, strains, medicine out there. They don't fall in that 20% or even 19. It's, maybe it's, it's a 13, maybe it's a 16, but they've got high levels of medicine and terpenes. It's it's on uh, its way. It's, I, it's, I, I get frustrated with it being only about a THC number because that's not indicative of And you're being the, told that at the retail is telling you guys that. Too, right? I mean, you're going to well, sell. You're not here. Well, that's what so people are coming in and they're asking for that because of whatever the reasons. And, you know, the commentary is, well, the bud tenders should be educating. And I agree with that. I mean, you should come into the store and be able to ask questions and get, you know, some information that is true for you. But basing everything on THC, I just, I just think that it's very narrow. It's, and, and I don't think it's like anybody, one person saying, hey, I'm only buying on THC limits. What it is is across the board, when you throw 10 strains up there and they average between 16 and 25% and everything from that 19 up sells and this sets here because, you know, the price difference in them, you know, that's the stuff they want to move, you know. They, they're trying to get that at a good price where they're able to just let it flow out through the door and when you do a hundred percent markup or whatever the markup is on it right that sometimes it costs us money to grow this weed so we eliminate those strains you know as mm -hmm. quick as we can because <clears throat> it gets to the point where at well you know one extent, we're not making money or even just floating we're actually p taking like yeah. savings and putting in here to grow this weed mm -hmm. to put out on the market. And, you know, yeah, it took us a little bit money. to figure it out to now we've, you know, got to the end of, you know, there's no more bank accounts. There's no more of this stuff. Now it's, this is how you do it. And this is, you get rid of those strains and you move to the next but one. But that's you know? what's super exciting about opening our own store. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're gonna love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles, mmm. Concentrates, by good cannabis, good titrations, Edibles by AK Frost and the Good Cannabis Gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, noon till 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis. Your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding.
That's what I was feeling. You guys have a lot of these struggles as a cultivator with the retail. Mm -hmm. And it's an answer to that that you're hoping is opening your own retail store. It's a game changer because now we can grow what Alaskan Blooms Retail opening Friday. Friday. What is Friday? March 1st. March 1st. At 8 a.m. March 1st, 8 a.m. So fancy. Are you going to be open 8 a.m. all the time like that? 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. to... Beat we'll, everybody because yeah. no one opens And we'll probably have wake and bake specials every morning. Couple, 8 to midnight. It's a long day. Seven days a week. It's the same day to us, right. but, right. you know. But now now yeah, we have the opportunity the to, to take these things that otherwise didn't make sense. You know, not on paper... And not in sales because, you know, retailers just simply wouldn't, didn't want it or wouldn't pay for it. You know, it costs us so, we know what the cost is to grow and break even. And when you're constantly coming in under that, you're losing money and you can't do that. But now, you know, certain strains or certain situations, I'm not saying all It gives us a lot more leeway. We just get a lot of freedom to offer some of these phenomenal strains that, that, that are a 16% or a 13%. But they're phenomenal, and people should try them. And we can value price it and still not get beat under. Well, there in the beginning when there was a lot of cultivators and there was only a few retailers, you had no way of selling it except through those people. Yeah. Through those holes. So, so here's where I'm amazed, right? It's the whole time when, I, when, I've, when I've sold weed is I've been, uh, all right, I'll call them right up. You know, hey, how you doing? Send an email, send a text, make a phone call. Hey, how's it going today? I've got these great strains. Are you, you know, where are you interested? Is there a price range that I can hit that makes you interested? You know, how, how can I work with you and, and, and we get this moving? We got a retail license. I know it's only been, I think I'm going to have to use, was it Leaflings to see, you know, like where's Bud for sale? Just because I've really been in a turtle shell and, and haven't, and I don't really know. The people throughout the state that are growing. You have know? people started? Have anyone contact you? Heard you've heard from Green Dreams? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, Green Dreams. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. You know, <laughs> but like, but no no that's not true though. I mean, it, I mean that is kind of true. But we have a couple of businesses that we have been doing business with for the past year, year and a half that now have their own cultivations. You know, they were retailers that added cultivation, were hmm. cultiva- cultivators that added our retail. And we've developed some really nice relationships with a couple of different um, places to be that, able to swap. that we can swap back and forth. And they're sure. far enough away that it's not competition. It's actually just really great sharing strategy. So we're only going to find Alaskan Bloom's Herb and Fairbanks at Alaskan Blooms Retail right now, right? Well, I, I would imagine we always do have an overrun. So there is a possibility that it'll be out there. What it'll be is just different strains because we have so many strains. We're just getting ready to really spread our wings and, and start making this machine hum. Because you got to see what it can do. Yeah. You know, we've took her out and floated around the bay a couple of times. I'm going to take her out to the deep water and <laughs> just, you know, and, and give it a whirl and, and uh, see. And because it's a big difference. This this is this is huge, you know, and I, I everybody I talk to, I tell them, there's a huge difference when you walk into an old semi shop and you start cultivating cannabis in there versus, you know, a 14 by 70 house trailer. That's where I had always grown, you know, my starts. You know, for outdoor stuff and putting outdoors, there's or a big garage difference. Or, or a garage, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's 
trying to control the air and lights and people and water and feed and different. Man, it took a lot. It took two years to, to figure it out. And now it's like great people. The people that are there, I find like it's really weird in the last three weeks. You know, our family really opened up and grew a little bit. We had some visitors here that, you know, when you come to see, they did the artwork. And Adam Hoover just did an amazing, an amazing job. You know, Ryan and Hannah were, were there. And it's like to meet more people, to make the family bigger, and then have them leave something amazing. Adam left something amazing on the wall. Wait till you see it. It's just, you can see it's a family come, you know, hey, here's a, here's a picture, right? You know, can't wait to have, them, to have them come back. And now now we're getting where we're going to open, you know, next Friday. And and it's, again, for me, it doesn't, it's one of those things, you know. I had a dairy farm, beef farm. So seven days a week is that grind that I'm used to. But you're used to being at the cultivation, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I've got great people over there now where it's easy to, to and let go a little bit. And the bit. retail's right next door, oh, like yeah. literally 15 feet apart. Yeah. It's, it's not like it's across town or anything. No, it's yeah. it's one compound. Or yeah. all, you know. Where is it exactly? I always thought it was Catacorner across. It's on it's... the corner of Pegger and Van Horn. Yeah, and it's it's like across... T- that's where you guys are at. That's, it? that's It's right where it's, it's right, right there. Next door. It's in that compound? No, yeah. no, you know that L's, the first... L-shaped building that used to be uh, Bloom Enterprises office and mm-hmm. Gene's Hot Rod Shop in there. We we took that over and now we're getting the cultivation opened up or the retail opened up right in the front of it. Okay. And, and then the a, big shop that is the cultivation is right yeah, fifteen feet. Okay. You know, so it's like this is this is just about like going back to dairy farming, right? Because those chores always had to be done in the morning. They always got to be done at night. Just this well, it's is a been that way spectrum. for almost three years. So, well, that's how we run that's it. Not you know, it's a farm. Any of those retails out there saying, "Oh man, we're gonna miss your product"? No, I haven't. Hmm? I think that. <laughs> really? Well, well, no, you know, I, I it kind of turned. You know, it turned into one of those. I don't. It's think, just another selling thing, you know, no. because the cultivation. No. The cultivation is a is a to sell all that product is a full time job. Yeah. Straight up, there isn't. They're not knocking on the door begging for your weed. There's there's a lot of cannabis on the market, and there's a lot of good bud out there that's phenomenal. You know, but I wouldn't say that they that the retailers aren't going to miss it or that we're not going to sell it to other retailers. Yeah, but no, yeah, so is anybody saying, hey, we're going to miss having it on ourselves? And I said, no, I, no, nobody's really said that. It's a, it's, it's a job, you know, because the minute <laughs> you quit calling them or doing, you know, like you really, as a cultivator, you know, I found the size of ours and as much as, as I was trying to pedal, like it was to me to cater to those people like stop in and see them when we were on a delivery hey how's it going how's things you know these are the up-and-coming strains or personal phone calls hey mm-hmm. you know i just took this down and these are going to go out for testing and i'm thinking this is going to come in and here's where it has tested you know and, and spark their interest in the it beginning, is a full-time it know? is it requires the sales but the minute that you first stop calling them right trust me the phone is ringing someone else is calling them yeah. You know, and selling weed That's because, true. you know, every once in a while, I do have a few of them out there that will call me up. Hey, <laughs> we're starting to run low. Like, what do you got? Well, there's you a know? couple that we have really great relationships yeah. with and they get really great pricing. And so when when we send 
the menu out of this is what's available, they're, they're, they know that if they're not Johnny on it that day or we're like within a couple hours. Someone else got it. Yeah. Especially the. What's you know, really crazy is this market in Alaska. So many people buy weed sight unseen. That is weird. It is amazing to me. Just because they know it's going to sell. I mean, just like well, I don't know. They just it's look at the, They look at the test. They won't the, even. The, yeah. They won't even think about it until well, they see test. the test. In the beginning, one. we tested everything. Like when we were pheno hunting, it was a full test right to the terpenes, right? Every one. Mm. And then it got to the point where, because that was what I was trying to sell. I was like, hey, man, I've even got the terpene test on there, you know, and look how Nobody high cared. these terpenes. Yeah, and that's it. Like, you know, it doesn't matter unless it's 21%. Yeah. This, this is, I say, back in the day, it was, what, a year ago? <laughs> unless it's 21%, you know, you're not really selling it. You know, now it's moved it, you know, it's like that. That range is, and some people... You know, some people say it's all about the THC, but anybody, anybody that listens to this and I've come into the retail, my first words are, what is the best tasting that you have? Or what is your hardest hitting indica? It's never about what is your highest number. For me, it's not. I know I'm one little fish in the sea, but well, you, you've there's smoked. other ones out there. And, and the way I kind of feel is like when we dial things in, testing for terpenes and and going that route because the minute you quit pushing that bar up higher okay done you're you're plateaued right so to search for terpenes and to get your plant to have better terpenes and to bring it out in the plant and to watch plants genetically drift you know it'll change the bud It, it changes the flavors it changes you know depending on how you're tending to it, what medium, what food, you know, and, and to find the one that makes it perfect where it's like, oh, hey, this is what this plant requires to thrive. Now, is that harder or is it easy to, it's, it's big. Once they go into the room, I think about it like pens of calves, (laughs) you know, when they go into the room, they're just in the mass, they're getting tended to, you know, 369 plants in a room, right? That's what you want to 369. Where before it was, oh, hey, look, you know, this one here and tend to this one, you know, it's hard to differentiate between the two to, to get that. One of your growers now, Mark Hubbard, he's oh, been helping you out for he's a awesome. little while. Amazing. Mark's hey, awesome. Mary, yeah. You know, I got a, he's, he's been, and, and Eric, you know, Eric Rose is, uh, he has fought the battle. And what's amazing is like him and Mark really, uh, they mesh and it's like a, it's it's a team and and now <laughs> adam hoover brought this up you know are you a grower or a waterer right in, in the big debate and it kind of let me think and it made me ponder on life and it's like the shame of it is is you know i started out as a grower you know i started out as a waterer and a helper back in my mentoring days you know which is another big story <laughs> you know it's it's um and now it's more just like a manager, like, hey, man, what do, you, what do you guys need? What do you need? What can I do to help you to make this easier for you? You know, I don't, I don't get that time with the plants like I want, you know, because it's on the phone or, hey, we got to figure this out or you need to sell this, you know, and it's like, okay, you know, all right, it's just full time. And now with the retail, with trying to get afloat. It's it's not bringing on a whole bunch of people, you know. I'm gonna be standing up behind the cash register. Both gonna be know. standing there behind the cash register. Well, well probably be in the back, yeah, trying to keep the machine on the rails. Yeah, 
Yeah. We need more grants. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. I we're, keep... we're hoping and I'm scared. That's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is to, you know, open up, get mobbed with people and run out of products, right? It's like, oh, God, you know, what a rookie mistake. Now, if it follows suit, I've made every single rookie mistake yeah, at least twice. Yeah, it wouldn't be all right? that shocking. You know? But that's one of the things that, that we're, that's why we're holding. I mean, Well, you've got to have some number in your head, how much you think you're going to need, right? I really don't. I know. I really don't. Like I hear. I do. Here's what I. Here's what I. Here's what. I do. What I would like to interject is that we'll be having a special every day, and it will be consistent every day of the week. So, if it's Saturday discount twenty percent off Shatter on Saturday. I'm not saying that's what it is Mm -hmm. because we haven't quite actually we're ironed all this shit out yet, but. A consistent day. You know on Saturday you're going to get that all the time on Saturday. Right. And so if, if somebody has a personal preference of, you know, they really dig a certain thing, they know that on this day of the week they can get it with us for that. That's good. You know, and wine, my prediction, sauce. Sauce and diamonds, it's coming, right? It's the buzz is, you know, ref- Refine Alaska kicked it off. I mean, his his Bowser, his lemon ice bucket, it's good, mm-hmm. you know. And and now people are getting and here you here you go Red Run, you know Red Run's got some sick things going on. I mean, there's their sauces and and their stuff, and and you know good titrations is headed this way, and it's like here it comes, right? I I will I will predict this in three years. That you know, dabs and and shatter are going to be the lowest end of concentrates mm-hmm. that there that there are because you know vapor pens. You know, I call them vapor pens, but the pens are are taken off. I I love them, they're, but they're expensive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they're expensive, and and getting those into a consumer's hand at a, at a good price where they can do it, and and watching them intake those. You know, people are headed to the next. Some people don't want to smoke flour all the time i know that like me i i busted up between everything it's like <laughs> this the sauce is is got me hooked you know right now but it's it's you know always into a a flour joint and and uh it'll be just interesting to see what happens in the next three years where this goes and and how it takes off i think you have to have a little bit of something for everyone you know yeah. and, and i think it's going to expand as people get more comfortable, I think it's going to expand more into topicals, tinctures. You know, right. we don't see a lot of that no. in Alaska. You can see it if you go to the lower 48. It's all over the place, but not, not so much here. Why? So, Why do you think it is? I don't... I just, I, well, it's just new. You know, we have these, these manufacturing... Hard, isn't it? I mean, just to make that uh, the five milligram dose... Well, I, I, I think in, in certain considerations like like lotions or balms you know they're kind of expensive to make and so the wholesale to the msrp you know it's 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 a big stretch and the way that the manufacturers have to submit each of their products to the board and it's just this sort of arduous process of getting a a new product up and going it just takes time we we have a a balm coming in a body, a healing body balm from Baked Alaska that I'm super stoked about. Yeah. It's really, really nice. It's 80 milligrams of THC to, to 90 of CBD. It's got this great lemongrass scent 
in a shea butter. I mean, it's like a high-end body product that you would buy at a high-end retail store, like a Nordstrom's or something. Mm. But you can't because it's got THC in it, right? Yeah. Right, but but these are starting to happen, and, and it's the first one that I've seen that it that has THC in it. I mean, I've seen them in CBD and, and different things from different manufacturers, but I think we're going to see more and more of that as well. You know, the market's just going to keep growing and growing and growing. Alaska's small, right. it's small evolving. Talented. The market's evolving. Yeah. And the more stores that open up, people, they're not, business is not slowing down at the stores. Yeah. No, it's not. More. No, it's not. And, and the more the products expand, the more types of customers come in, right? Because right. you're looking for different things. And, and not everybody wants to smoke. Not everybody wants to dab. Some people are good with a lotion, you know, to, to heal their ailment, whether it's an arthritis or psoriasis or whatever, you know, or, or take an edible for chronic pain because it lasts all day. Right. You know, I mean, people are starting to sort of wrap their head. or The, the customer is, is learning how to apply the medicine in their life, and, and we need to be prepared for that to give them a little bit of everything, right? You know, and it, and it's, yeah. like, it's like trying to... Uh, what do you want? You try to please everybody, right? It's, it's, like, here we it's go, a quirky, you know? really inviting space, too. You know, you walk in, and it's not pretentious, and it's just kind of fun, and it's going to have a lot of a lot of things in it. you you got to know your Before people. Yes. You know, you got to know those the people that come in, and it's like, I know that there's so many people, but when you're out there enough, you see the same people around the same time, you know, that you start to correlate, because... Once, you know, some people just want to do their business and go, and then some want to sit there for a second and, oh, hey, can I look at that one? Sure, here. And having the room and the, and the space available where it's like, yeah, I can afford to stand over here and take, you know, five, ten minutes, whatever you're looking at. You know, when you're looking at the, at the bud and, and checking it out to, to get that sale while the other sales are still going, mm-hmm. you know. That's what our what our hope is, is to... You know, stay up on top of it. Stay on top of like as the sauces come out, getting those in there, and and being affordable so everybody can come, and everybody can get a good deal. And because when you get that, it's like it's like Christmas every day, right? <laughs> you know, hey man. I- Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop, and there's no doubt as to why. High-quality, American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting at competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest-quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. Backtrack provided by Alaska Red Lyrical Sticker. Really putting the customer in that space is is where you're going to do it. Quality cannabis. Quality product. Reasonable value price, pricing. Value pricing. Kind of a cool, funky atmosphere. So okay. One of, one of the things we're not going to be able to come out with it within a couple of weeks of being open in, in the deli. If you buy, you know, a half ounce or larger, we're going to put them in a jar. 
Nice. Right? And then what happens is the next time you come back in, bring your jar, bring your dupe to have a recycling thing. You can either get one of two things. We can clean your particular jar and and you get five, you know, you save a couple dollars, five dollars on your next purchase because you brought your container back. Or you can trade it in in another clean container and you, and, and you just pay the five or keep it at home and collect them because we put a lot of thought into it. These jars are... What is it? What is that called? Mirror on glass. Mirror on glass. And if you look through them, you, you can see they stop all the UV light. So cool. there's a, it, mm-hmm. it's made for storing cannabis, you know. That's MK Ultra. Yeah, that's been in there for six months. Mm. You so know. She will wipe your mind out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn birds. But, you know, it's just different. It's just, you know, being able to do different things and, and watch out for the the ecosystem. It's like we got to stand out. No one's that. doing that. As I haven't seen anyone do a, um, what is that called, uh, deposit kind of? That's yeah, kind yeah. That's what you're doing, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like you trade one for the other and get a... Yep. You can either trade it, get a deposit, or right there we can sterilize it right in front of you and boom, your, your jar is ready to go. You can either pick another one or there, I want to put this one in it. That's one of the things, too, that... You know, we're trying, and, and this is one step towards that. You know, the the packaging that's mm. required, that's you know, that, that's required by mm. regulation, and then you know, f- for a business to do their branding or volume packaging or however you know whatever they're doing, it's a lot. A, a lot of buddies it's, served it's, up in a mylar bag. Right. Most most of it in in the state of Alaska anyway. And is those in bags create so much waste. You know, like one of the things we're doing is like the Kush pop top bottles. <laughs> you know, and then a recycling bin. Mm-hmm. Bring them back. You know. So there's fourteen fourteen of these in different sizes, right? This is kind of the second to the largest size, I think. Yeah, there's a there's this one, one that's will do an ounce. Oh, this one, one will hold a half ounce? Yeah. Is that right? And then the other one holds So the ounce. deli, whatever, they're doing the deli, and it'll go right back into the container they bring in? They, they can go right back into, we sanitize, and they can go back into the container that they brought back. What I don't want to do is go down to the dump one day, and then all of a sudden see 10,000 dude tubes and Mylar bags that say Alaskan Bloom. No. They must be empty and clean. Yeah, and then you bring them in, and then we sterilize them. And change them up. Or what I really hope is as they go into different ones, I mean, it's a nice stash jar, mm-hmm. right? For five bucks, keep it home, get another stash jar, and then start your, you know, what I do is <laughs> I want to be different because it keeps so well. And then mm-hmm. you have those flavors. To I have a whole little like shelf some, of those CBD stash right. jars some, right over there. Some out of our the sun. stuff and some stuff I've seen out there. It only comes out in a limited batch, like three pounds, and you never see it again. Because something happens, the pheno's lost, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and to be able to have an ounce of that and be able to touch base on it, you know, that's what I'm finding. Is it is about the terpenes, it's about the flavors. You know, different terpenes do different things for the health of the body too. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Here's where the game changer comes from us is having bird and then having really good strains like um, you know, like our silver OG and, and those. It's it's able to uh, when you go Have talk it. to uh, mm-hmm. when you go talk to uh, about making sauce and you start to be able mm-hmm. to mix those. Now you're on to something different. When you start making a sauce that you know is carrying 
you know, 40% CBD and a, you know, 40 or 50% THC in one sauce and then the terpene is super high in it, you know, now you're making a medicine that's in the guidelines of the state. You know, it's, it's really great to see it and, and to already see, like you must see where this is going in a few years. It gives you a vague idea. Everybody's vision is different, but it's all headed in the same thing of bigger, better, better, right? You know? It gotta be, or, or you get left behind. For sure, and if you don't change things, that's one thing I learned with this business. Like, it's in today, and it can be out tomorrow, and that's no joke, and it takes four months, five, six months of prep to find that out. With the cultivation. With the cultivation. With the retail, it's probably Well, the, the like retail is the same thing, you know. you you got to be on what you're getting and what and you're And you're starting at there. a tough time. Yeah. yeah. In, in, a, in a weaker time of the year. We yeah. haven't done anything the easy Well, why would I do it easy? <laughs> Where's the challenge? Well, there? I mean, it, it could be good. I mean, like, you're, you're worried about here's what you're I not know. having enough. It could be... Here's, here's what I, I hope you sell out early. I mean, that's the best. I, it, it'll be what it'll be. That's the way I feel. Anybody out there with legal girls, call me. I'm looking for weed. <laughs> this will be out Sunday night. It is what it is. And... You know, it's 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 definitely it's 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 fun. It's like having a new motorcycle. Let's take it out and ride it, right? No, it's Let's nothing. Let's open like her up that. a couple of times and see what she can do, and then no, you can park cruise, the new right? motorcycle in the garage for like a couple of weeks and forget about it until it's convenient. This is nothing like that. This is freaking seven days a week, whether you like it or not. It's it's uh, it is uh, it'll be fun. It'll be fun to see all the different. Do you want to come and guest Bud Ten? Yeah. You could even do your, your podcast from there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everybody, come on down. Come on down. March come on 1st. Come down, yep. At two 8 four, all the way to midnight. <laughs> 2443 <laughs> Arvilla, which is on the corner of Pegger and Van Horn. And I'm definitely going to be there for the Wake and Bake special. Oh, yeah. I like it's my gonna value. It's going to be good. It's going to be good. You know, it's, it's going to be fun because this is every yeah. day of my life, right? Yeah. Anybody out there with legal girls, call me. I'm looking for weed. <laughs> <laughs>